one day, a three-year-old boy named Cecil was having a conversation with his mother. This was a long time ago before seat belts and car seats, so he was lying in the back of the car looking through the back window. What he saw was a blue sky with a few white clouds drifting here and there. Cecil asked his mother, who was driving, When I die, will I go to heaven? That startled his mother, but she answered, Well, Cecil, I certainly expect you to. Cecil said, The underside of heaven is so pretty. The other side, where God is, must be really beautiful. So I think I will lie down in the street in front of our house so I can get run over and go to heaven. Needless to say, that shook up his mother, and she explained quickly why that was not a good idea. After that conversation, she watched him especially closely for several weeks. It turned out she didn't have anything to worry about. Cecil's now a gray-haired man who has spent his life as a professor in several schools. But those who know him know he's still eager to go to heaven and see God. People who don't believe the Bible scoff at the Bible's teaching about heaven, saying it's a vain hope for some pie in the sky. Pie in the sky is a phrase that refers to an empty wish or promise, as his dream of being a professional baseball player proved to be pie in the sky. But people who do believe what the Bible says don't view heaven as pie in the sky. No, it's something they actually look forward to. There are many evidences in the Bible, the Word of God, that concludes that heaven is a real place to which Christians long to go. Toward the end of his life, Jesus said to his closest followers, Don't get lost in despair. Believe in God and keep on believing in me. My Father's home is designed to accommodate all of you. If there were not room for everyone, I would have told you that. I am going to make arrangements for your arrival. I will be there to greet you personally and welcome you home, where we will be together. You know where I am going and how to get there. God promised heaven to those who would accept His offer of salvation and eternal life. And our hearts really yearn for heaven. C.S. Lewis, a Christian who lived in the first half of the 20th century, said this, all the scriptural imagery, like harps, crowns, gold, etc., is, of course, a merely symbolic attempt to express the inexpressible. Musical instruments in heaven are mentioned because, for many people, music is the thing known in the present life, which most strongly suggests ecstasy and infinity. Crowns are mentioned to suggest the facts that those who are united with God in eternity share His splendor and power and joy. Gold is mentioned to suggest the timelessness of heaven and the preciousness of life. A continual looking forward to the eternal world of heaven is not a form of escapism or wishful thinking, but one of the things a Christian is meant to do. Yes, God will forgive sins and give eternal life in heaven to those who place their faith and trust in Jesus. They must turn from their lives of sin and repentance, confess Jesus before other people, and be baptized or immersed into Christ for the forgiveness of sins. As David Sargent put it, he will continue to cleanse from sin and make ready for heaven those who continue to walk in the light of his word. No, we must not lie down in the middle of the street so we can get run over to try to get to heaven more quickly. But we should consider how beautiful and incredibly wonderful heaven must be 
and the price God paid to make it possible for us. Tune in next time when we open our Bibles and learn about more encounters with Jesus. Those encounters changed people hundreds of years ago, and they will change you today.